Previously on The Morphin Grid. We start off running. The Shogun Megazord's out of power. It gets called in the battle and immediately gets its power sucked out. Rita and Zed are like, oh, so you want to be evil, huh? And Cat's like, yeah, I do. No, he's going to ruin everything. He's going to get the Zeno Chris. He's going to ruin everything. And Cat's like, yeah, and you can't stop him because the force field destroys anything bad. You know what else it'll destroy? Formerly evil rangers like Tommy. Zoran's like, everything in there is an illusion. He goes into the cave. The other four rangers come up, minus Cat. Adam's like, it's over. We lost. He never figures out it's an illusion. Then we cut back to the others who are in the Ninja Megazord now. They're not doing good. Cat coming in to the Cave of Deception. And Tommy's like, you're an illusion. And she's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, you're right. Cat goes, give up. Yeah, because he goes to get the crystal. And Cat's like, no, you can't. You're evil too. No, I'm good. So after the good flashbacks, he pulls the Zeo Crystal out and he's like, hey, cat, hold on. All the evil gets absorbed into the Zeo Crystal. While I'm here, taking my Falcon Sword back. Cheers. Then we cut to the other Rangers. Yeah, we have to abandon ship. <laughs> Falcon Sword swoops in from the sun. Start shooting guns at Globby Boy. <laughs> Hold on a minute, play it. Now it's a tag team match. And so he makes Globby Boy uh, Globby Ninja. Shogun Megazord wakes up and they fire sword it. First they do that Falcon spin kick. Does this not... is a WrestleMania main event. This, yes. <laughs> Ninja pops up and he's chained up. If uh. they hit Globber, Ninja appears to be also yeah. hit. All right, we can't attack Globby Boy anymore because Ninja will get hurt. So let's just stop. Globby Boy kicks them out of their sword. The Zords are, like, destroyed. Yeah, I'm gonna send them to another galaxy. Then Glover sucks some lightning out of them. They Metallic armor, power up! They pose at him. Super duper sun flash attack with all six of them. We're out of here. By the way, the Zeo Crystal, they put it in the engine of the Falcon Zord. He drained your power and also the metallic yeah. armor did. Oh god, did Master Vile win? Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 143 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, season 3, episode 31, Master Violent Metallic Armor, part 3. It aired on November 22nd, 1995. It was written by Mark Litton and directed by your boy, Rad Bob. This is, uh, this is Rad Bob's swan song. This is it for, for Rad Bob Radler. <laughs> Rad Bob Radler will uh, never direct another episode. Nope. Pour one out for Rad... Bob Radler. <laughs> if you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it, and you can follow along if you have Netflix or the DVDs, and you should. You don't have to, but you should. Just consider it. It's all I'm asking. Nobody's told us. Or tell us one way or the other. Because <laughs> we keep saying you should, but we don't actually know. We don't know. I'm guessing you don't, because I listen to quite a few podcasts where the gimmick is you watch a thing, and then you review it. And I never watched that thing, ever. Except for Ranger Danger, because I've already watched those episodes for this podcast. Right. We're pretty familiar with those episodes. With those episodes. And they're in, oh, they're in the dregs, man. They're in, like, they're knee-deep in season two. Oh, poor guys. A lot of rough chuckles going on over there. It gets there. better, guys. Just tough it out. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, today, the day we're recording this, not the day you're hearing it, Wednesday when you're hearing it, last Wednesday, that is, we're not recording from the future. I'm going to get back onto my point. Today's International Podcast Day. What are you trying to say? I'm just you saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Today for us is International Podcast Day. You guys have already experienced it. I want to thank everybody who talked about us. Everyone who gave us shoutouts or recommended us. I'm gonna see if I can do a quick, good list right now. Hold on. I mean, we literally just got one two minutes ago. Well, that was uh, that was different. That was from Raymond. Uh, oh, okay. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. So, thank you. 
in no particular order to Super Sentai Bros, Alan, who goes by Phoenix Light 06, Eric, who's at Eric Schumann 87, Eric underscore Schumann 87 on Twitter. All these are cool guys that you should go follow. To Christina, who just put up a picture of Kimberly because she's learning about 90s fashion in the be- <laughs> from us, which is a weird way to do it. There's a lot of people retweeting us that were just mentioned in similar tweets, so I've got to kind of sift through those. Don't worry about it. Also, Shannon Maynard, who's been listening to this podcast for like two weeks now, is already on episode 40. Is it Maynard? Because it's spelt like manner. It's Maynard. Okay. You know how I know? How do you know? Because she said it. In the episode that in, her, in the first episode that I edited on, uh, <laughs> let's see who else uh, to to Porsche, aka underscore Mother Nerdbird. I think that is it. If I if I missed anybody, feel free to scold me. Um, I also want to thank Raymond because he answered my call. I said, "Hey, what is lumbago?" And he said, "It's an outdated term for lower back pain. It's just a variation on the Latin for loin." Oh. So I was right. You were right. Oh, my lumbago. I got a pretty bad lumbago. You do. Your lumbago's all out of sorts <laughs> right now. Or is it a good lumbago if it refers to specifically pain? I don't know. Raymond, if you care to <laughs> elaborate. Because <laughs> look, we're not going to look into it. <laughs> we, no. we have a proven track record of not looking into it. Anyway, that's enough vamping we're gonna go watch master violet metallic armor part three because it's morphin time back and we just watched master vial and the metallic armor part three i really liked it i did too i have i think one specific problem with it but that's it i i genuinely can't think of anything that i would classify as a problem there's a lot of power rangers things that happen in it it's definitely it's just a power rangers (laughs) thing but it's the most like i wanted to slap myself in the in the forehead thing that happens this episode really i'm excited to hear what this is before we get to that though morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website you can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com we're on twitter at morphingrid we're on facebook at facebook.com slash the morphingrid and we're on itunes and stitcher if you want to leave us a rating review that would be awesome we do have a new review on itunes but it hasn't posted yet it's just telling us that there's this new one and tomorrow We'll know for sure whether or not it's... Are we sure it's a review and not just a rating? It takes about a day. Okay. It takes it takes like a full day, and I noticed it this morning. And I, So it might be a review. It might be a rating, might be a review. Okay. We'll know for sure the next time you hear from us. Also, you I don't know I don't know if you would notice. If you are subscribed, you probably won't, but if you go to the iTunes feed often, we changed our thing, our, our provider to Hey Jake and Josh, so now our email is all out of date. Yep. Only 90s kids remember why... <laughs> It was called littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. But we're not changing the email because Google does not allow that, I don't think. I don't think so. I'll look into it, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Also, we could I'd just have to make a new one. No, because everything's connected to that one. I mean, we still use that one for uploading stuff. I just get emails at another one. That sounds like a hassle. <laughs> you well, I don't it. read the emails, and you don't upload anything. So I will use one, and you'll use the other. Nothing will change. We'll let you guys know. I'll have to remember a whole... It'll flow. It'll change my whole flow. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see I'll what happens. It's the same, except it'll be a different address. If it's not the same amount of syllables, it'll screw me all up. Oh, you're right. We'll just leave it. It's a nice little relic of days gone by. Yes. Of, of people in on the ground floor. 
So, no news, no nothing, nothing that I can think of. Pokemon butts for sale, but yeah, I saw that. <laughs> why did they? Why? What happened there? This is not the place to talk about that. They're admittedly pretty cute. They're pretty. So. They're pretty cute Pokemon butts, <laughs> and I will. Get, I have more thoughts on it. That you'll have to wait till the next episode of Pokemon World Tour to find yeah, out. Yeah, we about. will. We will dive deep into the Pokemon butts in the, maybe, <laughs> the next maybe episode take of a, Pokemon Maybe World take a Tour. second pass at saying that. No, it's okay. Good. The internet's gonna have that forever. <laughs> you want to. Talk about Power Rangers now? I do. Okay. We start off with the Rangers. They're out of energy. They're in the command center. Everybody is real messed up. They've been beaten up for like the last hour and a half of their lives. They've just been getting their butts kicked. They're, they're just exhausted. They're, Hither like, they're and all yawn. hunched over stuff. Zordon's like, guys, I have a plan. I'm going to give you some energy. I'm going to use a high energy surge straight from the vein Right from the morphing grid into your bodies. This is like thirty seconds into this episode. Yeah, we are. I don't. I would. I think that's a generous estimation. I think we're maybe (laughs) fifteen. I think we've been long enough for Rocky to go. Oh, Uh, my my lumbago. Oh my man, (laughs) (laughs) my lumbago. (laughs) Guys, I hope you like that word because I don't see it going anywhere. He zaps him. It looks kind of like the reverse of what Globby Boy did last time. It did. So that's. Kind of neat, but also raises some questions. Zordon's like, hey, I can just give you some more power. Right. And then... Don't worry then about it. Billy, or maybe Rocky, is like, well, I guess we can give it a shot. Yeah, I feel They're like They're like that... unsure about it. Yeah. Even Zordon's just like, hey, I'll give you some power. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a hit of power. <laughs> He's done it before. Yep. Uh, and he does it this time, and Rocky like springs to life. And he's like, it worked! And then Isha's like, why am I still dizzy, though? <laughs> And Billy's like, oh, because it's still working. You got to give it a second. And I'm not a coffee drinker. And Me I either. have recently given up caffeine in general. That's It wasn't the plan. But it's a byproduct of not drinking soda anymore is that I don't get any more caffeine. Which is fine because I don't feel differently without it. <laughs> so I don't know exactly what like all of a sudden being energetic is. But I guess it would make you dizzy. Maybe. I don't know. Basically, uh, <laughs> basically, they got like a real good after-workout protein shake, and now they're good to go. Yeah. So we cut to the juice bar. Good recovery drink. Yes. Okay, so we're at the juice bar. There's a party going on. It's the party at the end of the world. Party at the end of the world, and everybody is invited. Everyone's invited. It's it Basically, world go end, and everyone has to come to the juice bar and hang out. So, a couple things. Uh, Oysterizer comes out. A, a whole limo. bunch of monsters. Like, a- I noticed Oysterizer right away, but there was like every monster here except for Pudgy Pig. I did not see. I did not see Pudgy Pig. I did not see our boy Pudgy. But yeah, Oysterizer gets a. He gets out of a limo. He got stretch limoed to this event to the, to this gala. He's a VIP. He's a season finale monster. He was. So does that mean the evil Billy is also gonna show up? Because he doesn't. That would be neat, though, if he that, did. That would be pretty neat. There's a bunch of monsters outside partying with people. Like, they're doing some dancing. There's this one blonde girl just tearing it up. <laughs> I'm going to assume that's the sneering babe. That's the only logical answer. I think that's the only blonde girl. Well, there's also Judy, the punk. No, could, because that was green she, hair. she got a name, so she's gone now. She was right. in an episode did, or an arc, and they're gone. They did not name her in that episode, because her name is Shark. Her name is Shark. Her name is Shark. We called her Judy. We called her. That's yes. right. 
Just bulk oh, man, skull we've been and doing dirty. this for such a long time. That you forget our own classic jokes. <laughs> like Judy and the other one. Do we call him Tyrone? I think we call him Tyrone. Kids are waitstaff. There's a monster that I do not recall ever seeing. Going like, hey, kid, give me a hot fudge sundae. No, skip the jalapenos on it. Because monsters are gross and they like bad things. And this little kid's just got like a notebook and a pencil. And it's like, yeah, okay. Like this little girl. She's like 12. She's being forced to be a waiter. Extra jalapenos, here you come. I can't remember who that monster was. I don't f- remember saying, hey, that's a new one. It looked new to me. There was a couple in here that looked new to me. Um, Vampiris, is that a monster? Vampiris. Vampiris yes. was sticking out of the top of the limo in that opening shot. Really? Yes. They've killed Vampiris twice recently. That's well, not... she's at this party. That's not fair. Just coming back all willy-nilly. What else happened? Oh, yeah. Uh, the gross monster, Flasher. The Flasher monster was there standing next to a bunch of young cheerleaders, which is wrong and gross and get away from there. That has to be intentional, right? Probably. They were like, hey, put him over there next to the real little girls. And then later, have him lead a conga line by flashing everybody. Yeah, he starts off by flashing, and I'm like, no! Gross boy, get out of here! I thought we were past this man. Let's get him out of here. Get him out of here. No one there likes this guy. Nobody likes him. He's just invited because he was a monster. And they're all on the Evite list because no one took him off. And then he just showed up. Now, oh, God, that gross guy is there. Also, uh, Snake Bite Fangula. Fangenstein. Fangen. He had two names. One was Incisorator. But, you know, the guy, his lips are a face. Yeah. He's he, here. He's here playing poker, maybe. I don't know. With a Venusable Flytrap. And another monster that I don't, I don't remember. I think that's the same one that ordered the jalapenos. Oh, you're right. You're right. There's another one who looks like a red peacock with a human face. By peacock, I mean cockatoo. We should go back and look at this scene again sometime. We should. So that I can see what you're talking about. There's just a lot of monsters that I'm like, I don't recognize. recognize see, I, wasn't look, I was like looking for the ones that I knew, so I wasn't really looking well, around I to did, see. I had to death this morning when I watched there. it the first time. So I had a, I was like, I'm just going to see what's going on in the background. Because there's like a million monsters here. Also, people are being forced to dance and have fun. And it, they do not look like they're having a good time. And it's really, really creepy. Master Riley gets up on stage and he's like... I'm the new landlord, and everyone's leases are up. So have fun like there's no tomorrow, because there won't be. <laughs> Which, um, we'll get to his plan to destroy the Earth in a couple minutes. I do want to say it's weird that he's going to destroy the Earth while he's on it. That maybe is a little thing he overlooked. He can just, like, teleport, though. I mean, I hope so. So maybe he was like, I'll bring, I hope I'll destroying- bring the destruction right after I leave. <laughs> I will summon it, and then I'm out. And then all the other evil guys can die because they're all just whatever. Right, yeah. All I want all of our monsters in one place so I can blow them all up together because they're all dumb. But at least there I won't only, be Earth anymore. I only like Globby Boy because I spit him up. He came from my own... Is that his baby? My own guts. Is that Rita's new brother? Is that Globby how, Boy? Is that how Rita and Rita were made? They were coughed Ew. up from eggs? Ew. Is that where Rito got the Tengas? Or worse, did Rito make the Tengas from spitting up eggs? Did he inherit that power from his dad? No, he doesn't have any organs. So I don't think he has the ability to just. I hope not. But did but like that. did he get vam- like vampires had to have come from Master Vile? I guess. I mean, it was an egg. I think so. I think it's the only thing that makes sense. Kaku Ranger looks bananas. I really would like to watch it. <laughs> so Master Vile like tells everyone their leases are up because he's a funny landlord now, and then he summons an eclipse and Bulk does a 
weird face. I forget exactly what. He's kind of like, ah. Yeah. You can, you can see what that is, I'm sure, by the sound I, that I I'm made. sure that sound translates <laughs> into a visual. So then we come back to the command center, and they're like, oh, this is just terrible. They're making Bulk and Skull do the conga. That was actually before they go to the party. But they're like, this is bad. We need to stall. That's we, from the outtakes last time. I think it's the same take. It's, they cut right before. Right before she asks if there's anything worse. And then they start dancing. <laughs> Billy and, and Ish start <laughs> congaing, I guess. You guys are exposing the business with these outtakes. Well, yes and no. Some of them are, are, are in kayfabe, but outtakes, and others are out of canon outtakes. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Some of them are real fun, like today's, and especially yesterday's with Skull doing that dance, man. If I could just get a permanent gif of that. Yeah. Like a looping gif. <laughs> that would be sweet. Billy's like, I can find the Zords with... Aisha and Adam's help. If you guys go down there and just like scope the place out, just get a feel for what is going on. And I'm like, all right, we'll do that. So is we, this a weird plan? It seems weird. It's a little weird, right? Because Billy's like, hey, I can find these things with Aisha and Adam, but not with. But you, you three need to leave. It is a little weird. Go into the the evil party. The maw. The evil... The where all the evil monsters know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> just walk in and see what's, see what's up. Just see what's up. Get some punch. Have a good time. There's the DJ. There's the juice. <laughs> <laughs> I... Guys... Now it's from a thing. Guys, I don't want to... I don't want to take too long saying this, but last episode was one of the funniest that I've ever listened to while editing i hope you guys enjoyed it because that <laughs> that double dare stuff was gold and if i had oh. like 45 more minutes in each day we would definitely do a nickelodeon game show podcast but we just don't I have would, the time right yeah, now. yeah i would love to do that yeah it would be awesome we cut down to the juice bar and before the rangers come in those three tommy cat and rocky come in ernie is doing limbo with some people behind him. Ernie's the first in line. He limbos under a live boa constrictor wrapped around a stick that two tangas are holding. Well, yeah, it's an evil party. So You're having fun, but in like a not comfortable kind of way. Right, but in a gross way. That is kind of startling. And like Richard Janelle, to his credit, just like no-sells it because he's being forced to have fun and party. And so he's like, yeah, snake. <laughs> I might he, as well. He rubs his face on that snake. Like That's he, gross. He doesn't get all the way under it in time. He's not a super flexible man. but he, No, I get it. But he <laughs> doesn't be like, snake. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, he goes back to shaking the maracas or whatever. Yeah. That little in, <laughs> dance move is. Invisible maracas. The rangers come in. And they go they right, just walk in the front door. Like, like super cash. What was Cat wearing? Part one. Same thing from part one of this trilogy. Plaid shirt, tied off the waist. Pink shirt under that. Jeans. And we'll talk about her second outfit later and how it might be her first outfit again, but it's definitely different. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. They go right at the Bulk and Skull, who are manning the punch. Do they have something on their heads? They like have a lampshade they or have something? They have big straw hats. Okay. I don't know why, but they do. Because they're hiding? I guess. Well, they're like, oh my god, guys, did you just get back? Have you been lost this whole time? And they're like, yes, that. Yeah, crazy, right? Anyway... <laughs> What's the haps? What's, uh, <laughs> well, the haps is that Master Vile is forcing everyone to party until they drop, which it was it was like a little scary, like a little weird and like creepy and scary before. When right. Bulk puts it into words like that, it gets like malevolent. This is what Adam Rose should have been. Yes. Before Bulk and Skull can like 
tell them anymore because they're like, have you seen the Power Rangers? And they're like, no. We no, do we even have Power Rangers No, in we're town? not Power Rangers. You're a Power Ranger. <laughs> and Skull's like, those guys are really cutting it close this time. Uh, Bulk says something about how, like, if they're cutting it this close, something bad happened. And then... Bulk is pretty convinced that they're done. He is. And, like, wouldn't you be? Yeah. So then... I'm partying in a room full of monsters. I'm pretty sure the Rangers are dead. Yeah. <laughs> Before they can, like, talk about it anymore, Tangas like, come and, like, shove them into a conga line. Bulk and Skull, not the, not the Rangers. They just... So they just ignore the Rangers? Completely ignore them. Even though, like, they know who they are. But Goldar... Does not ignore the Rangers, and he's like, "Oh, Rangers!" No, he, Goldar, this this guy, this he's, stinking guy. He's like, he's his legs are spread really wide while he's standing. Yeah, he's like, like he he like he almost fell down those couple yeah. of stairs and caught himself at the end, and then he's got to be cool, right? So he's like, "Oh, Rangers, I can kill you, but I won't." And then he walks away, and he like <laughs> gyrates at him, and then leaves. He like dances past them. He's like, "This is what I meant to do. I'm a dancing machine." But yeah, he's basically like, I could fight you, but I don't need to because we won already. Yeah. Here's the thing, Goldar. Maybe just kill them anyway. Yeah. Just to, like, be sure you have three Power Rangers there just awestruck by this party right? almost. Uh, you know what would have been a real baller move? Just beheading them. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, hey, guys, don't have to deal with half the Power Rangers now. <laughs> so now they definitely won't win because you need to have six of them to, to deal with us. Yeah, plus that two of them are Tommy and Cat. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. If they, if Adam, if this would have been Adam instead of Rocket, he would have gotten those three. You're done. You, you burn. You're out. You're gone. Billy calls him back, and he is sounding dire. And he's like, guys, you need to come back here right now. Things are bad. They tell him we're back to the command center. Here are the Zords. They're on a planet that Master Wild defeated in the M51 galaxy. So I was right. You were right. Good call. Yeah. yeah. They're all... Covered in stone, but it's not stone. They're rusted, according to Billy. The atmosphere... There's a whole lot of non-science coming yeah. your way, guys. Yeah, Billy... Uh, <laughs> you remember when Billy made that car that could travel at Mach 4? Oh, the Radbug? The Radbug? The Radbug Radler? You remember how Billy accidentally stumbled onto teleportation? Like, he hacked alien science with a watch? Remember? It wasn't even a watch. There's no time face on it. You remember how Billy... Found a way to switch two people's minds. Yep. Billy does not know how rust works. Or corrosion. He does not get the oxidization of metal or what corrosion is in any way. So he's like, no, that's not stone. That's rust. There's a lot of it piled on because the atmosphere is very corrosive. So there's a lot of rust on top of the Zords. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how rust works. Billy, I'm sorry. No. Why didn't I, they just say it? They were turned stone. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, the atmosphere made it made them stone. Yeah. Dropped Boom. a bunch of this stone in the atmosphere. When it touches metal, it, sol- it solidifies. Yeah. When it rains over there, it turns Just, into like, stone. Like, if you're going to make up science, make up fake science. Don't make up real science. Well, actually, that would be more realistic because, like, it rains diamonds on Uranus. Like... Yeah. So, I... Look, how we know that is anyone's guess, but... Oh, there's probably a Voyager or whatever out there. Just be like, hey, those look like diamonds. <laughs> so, basically, we go to Uranus, get a bucket of diamonds, come back, wreck the economy. Just, yeah, just, just wreck it with all the Because, like, these aren't just diamonds. These are space these diamonds. These are space diamonds. These are diamonds that came from six or seven planets away. I don't 
off the top of my head how many are in between us and them. I think Uranus is four. It's four. What? Saturn? Does it go Saturn, Uranus, or Uranus, Mars? Saturn? Mars, Jupiter. Jupiter, Saturn. Then Uranus. Neptune, Uranus. No, Neptune is after Uranus. Is it? Because it goes Neptune and Pluto. Are you sure? What point of the orbit are they in? Because that could also change how that, far away they are. <laughs> that only affects whether or not Neptune is farther than Pluto or not. Okay. So it's like yeah, four planets it. away from yeah. us. This has been Planet Corner. The- we will never do a science podcast. Oh, man. I really would like to do a science <laughs> podcast with Jacob's new girlfriend, who is an astrophysicist. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> I, it would just be like, hey, you want to teach this dumb boy some science? Uh, <laughs> she'd be like, no. Instead of a, let me show my girlfriend this thing, it would be... Let me show my boyfriend's best friend this yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> was- that might be an untapped market. I'm going <laughs> to text Jacob. Be like, hey, <laughs> what's your girlfriend doing right now? Let's do a podcast. Jacob can get in on it. We're both pretty dumb in different ways. So anyway, they're all rusted and they're like, they're covered in stone. They're just turned into stone or something. And Master Vile somehow knew that the Zeo Crystal was in the engine, took it out, put it in the Ninja Megazord, and then used that to hack the Morphin Grid and gain its power so he can destroy the world? I don't know what's going on right I, I now. I don't think that's the point. The, I don't, the point is that using the Zeo Crystal and the Ninja Megazord, he will blow up the Earth. That's the point. Yes. How they explain that makes no sense and is never meant to be figured out. Good, because I don't get it. It's powerful, and he's got like a Wi-Fi signal. Okay, so the Zeo Crystal is plugged into... Ninja Megazord. Ninja Megazord. Yeah. And he has control of it? Yep. And he can use it anywhere and destroy anything with it. So he puts it on a planet where they get covered in rust. Right. So you can't move them and take it? Or he covered it in rust? No, because it's the atmosphere. What is happening? What is going on? This, I think this is Master Vile is showing how dumb of a villain he is. Well, yes and no. I need these to accomplish my plan. I better render them inoperable. Well, no, he's, he's rendering them inoperable. He's still using their power to destroy the Earth. Okay. So, like, he's still doing that. Okay, also, so he's just, like, siphoning power out of them. Yes. He's not going to physically use the Zords to destroy No, no he's using Earth. the Zeo Crystal and, like, using the okay. Ninja Megazord as an interface, I think. Now I get it a little bit. Okay. So, also, putting it on a planet that you control is a good idea, especially one that, like, causes it to rust immediately so they can't move it. It's not one it. that he's in control of, though. As far as I can tell, it's a dead planet that he's defeated. So yeah, he doesn't but, have any troops there to stop anybody. But, like, it's in his house. It's, like, in his He should have put it galaxy. on, like, his base. He should have put it on Vileltown. Yeah, or <laughs> in the Space Skull. I don't think... They may not have fit. Maybe no. on the wings. No, I think even... <laughs> They'd think, be like hanging on. I think the space skull is a lot smaller. At the end, we'll see the space skull floating, and I will right. I will tell you why I think it's a lot smaller than the Zords then. Billy says that he they have just enough energy to teleport there, but as always, they might not have enough to teleport back. <laughs> Guys, we get it. They're gonna make it back. Like, come on. It's called Power Rangers. They don't even... Right? Look, spoilers, right? They don't even mention that they're low on energy. They just come back. That I can explain as well. Okay. Cat says, oh, man, we're going to another galaxy. That's that's going to be crazy. We've never done that before. And then Aisha goes, don't worry, it'll be a snap, as if she has done it before. Because remember that time when they went to the, the farthest planet in the world? Not in the world. The farthest planet but, in the universe. The farthest planet in the world is just the one. It's still Earth. That is the <laughs> you're world. You're right. You're right. <laughs> the farthest planet in the in the entire universe. Remember when they went there? You do, but... If you think Aisha was on that trip, 
you're remembering it incorrectly because that's the episode when they got the powers. Yeah. They did not leave the earth. That was Jason, Zach, and Trini that went If on I'm that remembering correctly, trip. they were tied to a tree and fought a cloud <laughs> with a soccer ball. I think that's yep. the episode where that happened. So Ish is just like, don't worry about it. It'll be fine because Ish has got to Ish. So then again, they have to be careful of energy use. They teleport to the planet. So they teleport there. They immediately find the Zords because they're the big rock things. Sorry, big rust things uh, just hanging out. Maybe it's ice. There's a million better ways to explain this. It's definitely rust according to Billy. But they could have said it was ice. They could have. Oh, it's a dead planet with no atmosphere, so it's super cold. And that cold is stone? I mean, there is an atmosphere. It's very wet, and it's also very cold. So So if it sticks to anything, it freezes. Nope, it's Instead, rust. It's rust. It's blue for crying out loud. Like, yep. or may, like maybe it's like a stone color. Yeah, that could still pass as ice. I, I would believe like, ice more than rust. More than it rust functions yeah. the way they want it to. Right. So they they go up to it and they're like, "How do we get in?" And Billy's like, "Oh, there's the big toe emergency exit. Obviously, we're gonna use that to get in." And everyone's like, oh, "Okay." He says it so matter of factly that I didn't even notice that he said big toe. Yeah, it just says emergency exit. But like, if you if you it's like the big toe emergency exit that's just been there the whole time. Yep. Duh, dummy, Adam, you dummy. There's been this exit in in the big toe the whole time, but instead of using the emergency exit, they just jump out of yep. the head. Yeah, it's not a good emergency exit. It's like if you're if the head you have on, to like climb all the way. If down. the head's on fire, you go down through the big toe. Maybe it's an emergency entrance. That would make more sense. But again. Power Rangers. This is what I'm talking about with the Power Rangers things. It's not really complaints. It's just like there's a lot of Power Rangers not knowing anything at all in any way type stuff. Right, like the fact that this is Rust, other than being scientifically the most inaccurate, doesn't take away from the story of the episode at all. So speaking of Rust, Billy's like, can't get it open. It's, It's too rusted. There's too much corrosion on the door. No, no, no. If it was corroded, it would... you'd. It would be gone. You could poke it over. Yeah, Yeah. you could just kick it in. He's treating corrosion like it's a physical object instead of like a process. Yeah, Billy's like, oh, man, I know how to open it. I'm going to shoot it with my gun. So he whips out his gun, and he shoots it a couple times, and nothing happens. Remember that these guys have blasters? Yeah. Do you remember that? I did not until this episode, (laughs) genuinely. There was a second, because he shoots it with his little blaster. He's like, this isn't enough. We all need to do it together. And I was like, oh, man. Are they going to power, power cannon, cannon this thing? But no, the power cannon is dead and buried. Yep. It's rusted and corroded in a pit somewhere. <laughs> Too much corrosion just piled on top of it. It's like in a pit of corrosion. He pulls out his his uh, blade blaster, and I for a second I thought he was going to try to cut it open with that. And I was like, Billy, ah, well. Billy, that's a rock. <laughs> that's, a, that's a rock. And if it is actively corrosive, it will corrode your blade blaster, which is made that's of metal. It's made out of a... No, it should be the same it's alloy the same as stuff. the Zords. It's made of morphonium. Yep. Morf- morphinium? Morphinium? Morphinium. So he shoots a couple times, doesn't work, and he's like, guys, I need some help. And they're like, all right, let's all shoot it. And he's like, be careful. Don't you, cross the streams. Don't cross the streams. That would be bad. And then Peter Venkman's like, I'm fuzzy on the whole good-bad thing. It's just, a total plutonic reversal. So they use teamwork. It, I really like how they kind of set it up, though. They're like, we need to use teamwork to do this. And like, that's kind of been a problem lately, is like them remembering to do teamwork stuff. Because last episode, they're like, we need to use teamwork. Yeah, and how they're come like, them doing Poos! teamwork isn't the default? Anymore. I don't know. Look, give it time. It'll come back. Big Toe opens up. Rocky is like, I'll go check it out first. Well, when it opens up, Billy's like, all right, there should be a ladder in there. And then Rocky's like, I'll go see if I can find it. Or I'll go check it out. I'll go check it out. 
which on the one hand, let's do let's let's do the pros and cons list. On the one hand, like duh, it's gonna be right in there. It's, it's, it's right inside the door. It's an emergency exit. Yeah, it's it, not gonna be far away. Right. On the other hand, I like Rocky going like I in case there's booby traps, I'll go in first. Right. Because he's supposed to be the second in he, command. He's supposed to be, but he isn't. Billy is. Next year it'll kind of be Adam, which I think actually Christina emailed us about, and I might have actually skipped over it. She's happy that we like Adam because he's, like, the most underused ranger. And, like, even at uh, John Young Bosch at one point was, like, I feel like like a background ranger. Yeah. Uh, which he definitely is right now. And it is. He is right now. And it's, it's hot garbage. He it, should be the focal point. Not the focal point. Like, he shouldn't be Tommy about it. But he should have some lines, maybe. Lines would be cool. Uh, like, just stories. And I know Zio, like, we get a lot of good ones. But yeah. even in that, like, when they're not Adam episodes, like, I don't remember how they go. But, like, might be bad. And then Turbo, I don't think he gets a lot of good stuff in Turbo. Just because, like, yeah, nobody really gets a lot of good stuff in Turbo. and Except for the fact that there's, like, a lot of stupid, goofy things going on. <laughs> well, yeah, like... I think the stuff that we're talking about, them being baked into a pizza, the jacket stuff, that's all new Rangers. I think so. Um, I don't know. I genuinely think... With the veteran... Ra- I know Tommy drives a car. Uh, Tanya has a radio show? And Kat's a substitute teacher. And that's all I, I can remember. I forgot Tanya was even in Turbo. Well, get ready for it. It's coming up. Anyway, not the point. Super not, super not the point. I know. But before, Sorry. Before we move on, I do want to say that I'm pretty sure there are two episodes in Turbo where they get baked into pizzas. I have two very distinctive memories about pizzas well, and Turbo. Well, it has to happen to both Ranger teams, I guess. I, just, I, hope, <laughs> I hope that happens. I really hope it happens. I don't think it's going to happen. The second time, it's like, oh, not again. We got tricked into a pizza well, again. Only, only Justin would remember. So back on Earth, Vile is like, all right, time to activate the Zeo Crystal to destroy the world. Like we cut back to the, the planet for a second and the eyes of all three swords. By the way, I don't think I mentioned which three swords they are. The Shogun Megazord, Falcon Sword, and Ninja Megazord, obviously. All of their eyes glow and shoot lasers at a focal point, and then that blows up a building on Earth somehow. And everyone's freaking out about it on Earth. So then we cut back to the Rangers. And they climb up the ladder, and they get into the Megazord's engine room. I was very excited about this when I was watching it this morning, because we've never seen anywhere but the cockpit yeah. in the Megazord. So, like... Now we've seen inside of the toe, uh, a little bit of the lower ankle area. Yep. And the engine room, which I imagine is, like, the guts. In the center, probably, if I, if I had to guess. Maybe it's in the knee to throw off their enemies. Everyone will think it's in the center. It's actually in the kneecap. No, I don't think that's very tactically advantageous. <laughs> Look, Megazord's not throwing knees around. One of its he only has legs to stand on. One of its attacks oh, no, is, does a, is the it is a cyclone the spin kill, kick, yeah. to kill monsters yeah. sometimes. I think this might be a repurposed Serpentera set because it looks a lot like the inside of Serpentera, but just like with the <laughs> middle cleared out. There's this big pedestal. There's like a, a Ghostbusters vault thing on the wall. There's a big pedestal in the middle with a Zeo crystal sitting in it. We need to shut this down. Shut this all down. Shut this all down. <laughs> If they would have said that, I would have lost my mind. Uh, they, did not, they did not say that. But they're like, all right, we need to break the connection by using the morphin grid, blah, blah, blah. Everybody stand in a huggy circle. Yeah, get We're in a huggy hug circle. hug the, the spell out of the Zeo crystal. They all, like, link up, and they're like, it's not working. Like, things are, like, shaking. It's not working. So they're like, guys, we have to do this together. Like, everyone on the same page. So they'll go, like, huh, and put their fists together right over their tummies. And then point their arms back out, and they all kind of like all their arms overlap in a circle. 
and then that shuts the Zeo crystal down. It doesn't shut it down. It just removes Vile's control of it. You're right. Yeah, it uh, it breaks the connection. Yeah, I think is what they say. And then it looks like it's just spitting energy out. Yeah, it's going. It's in like it's like womp 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 and. It, each time it womps, there's a different color. And yeah. it's each of the rangers' colors, which is weird because like those are not the Zeo colors. They're not. Um, so ooh, I mean, yeah, do do what you gotta do. But well, I mean, only one of them's wrong, right? But there's also not a white ranger, right? Yeah. So two of them are wrong. two two of them. Billy calls Zordon, and he's like, Zordon, we have the Zords under our control, and we're back in full power. I have checked no gauges to confirm this. Nope. But I'm pretty sure everything is fine. We're doing just great. I guess Zordon's like, good, come on back. I trust I trust that you guessed that correctly. We cut back to Vile, and he's like, all right, this is the big one. This is the one that's going to blow everybody here up. Why didn't he just do that one first? He's a, he's a showboater. Dumb. He's a showboater. He's got he's to be like, hey, guys, look at how much power I have. He was so cool. He could have won. Look, he's about to kill all of the monsters, right? So he's got to show them one last time. And that- himself. Because I know I said he could just teleport away, but, but if he is showing if, no inclination of doing that. If he's actively destroying the world, can he also teleport? I don't think so. Bad plan, Vile. This is a bad plan. This is a Rita plan. Vile, you stupid. <laughs> so Runs then, in the family, I guess. I guess. So then he's like, and Pablamo. And nothing happens. Nope. And Bulk and Skull lose their minds. That the Power Rangers won. It's awesome. <laughs> then Zed, uh, he's like, he's like, oh God, what happened? Someone messed something up. And Zed's like, hold on. And looks at space and is like, oh. So it works both ways. It does. He can find the Rangers, essentially. Right. That's his vision power. And he's like, oh, they're on a planet in the M51 galaxy and they got the Zords back. Oh, he says they're coming back to Earth. So are they flying back right uh, They're teleporting back because he sees them in, it's just their color streaks. Right. And then Rita screams like, ah! But, like, they didn't know they were gone. No. They didn't know follow-up work. They're like, oh, they t- teleported away from Globby Boy. Mission complete. We beat them. They're done. Secret Ranger Crocodile. Three of them are here? That's fine, Goldar. Just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then he lets them leave. Yep. To go beat them. To go win. To go win. To go form a plan and win. I think Goldar might be a good guy. You think he wants to be a good guy? I think he might want to be a good guy. Well, keep that in, uh, put that on your bulletin board. Don't put it in your pocket. <laughs> You'll wash your pants by the time we get to it. It'll be all runny. You won't be able to tell what it is. Because he's actively not defeating the Power Rangers now. Oh, well, we'll just, we'll see what happens um, next year or the year after. I can't remember. Coming soon, though. Vile's like, that's it. Globber, go destroy the world. We're going to do this uh, grassroots style. <laughs> We're going to have a monster <laughs> do it. So Globber grows. He's still Ninjor. Ninja Globber. Globjor? Those two don't really mesh. It doesn't work. He's still Ninja Globber. And he starts, like, kicking buildings over and knocking them down. And the Zords teleport in. like they, And not, like, teleport, like, regular. Like, they phase in with the green energy because, like, it's Sentai footage. And, like, there's so much you can do about it. But right. I think it looks really cool. It looks bigger and better and more important than the way the Power Rangers teleport, which I really liked. Vile teleports back to his space skull when he sends Globber away. And Ninja's in there with him, just so you know. More on that in a minute. He yells at Globber to show them his real power. And so he mutates again and has four heads of with the the alien rangers, the, the cocker rangers. Yeah. Except for red. I don't think red is there, but there's definitely yellow, black, and white. And I think blue is there on is the blue back. Too, yeah. Um 
Now I'm going to show you my real power, and I figured out who his voice reminds me of. And this is not going to land for a lot of people. This is not a super well-known reference. <laughs> but he sounds like Annie Savage doing Dorothy Parker on the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Very specific reference, but if you go look You're up... right. If you go look up the Algonquin 4 uh, sketches from Thrilling Adventure Hour and listen to Annie Savage doing Dorothy Parker, you'll be, oh my god... That is Globby Boy. Anyway, that's not crazy important. What is important is that we get a sweet versus screen. <laughs> Four-headed Ninja Globber versus three Zords. Well, two Zords and the Falcon Sword because he's not a Megazord. Two Megazords and a Falcon Sword. They say the thing that I don't understand. Okay. He's probably still attached to Ninja, but who cares? No other choice. Kill him in Ninja. Right. They don't try. They don't have a solution. They don't. A solution is presented, but it's by Zordon and Alpha. Yeah, it's later. The Rangers are just ready to they, kill their friend. And they don't they find out about that. Already were like, he's probably dead. we'll just leave him to be thrown in the sea of sorrow. He'll be fine. But then last episode, he's like, well, we can't hurt Ninja. Better stop fighting. But then this episode's like, well. Well, I mean, maybe it's because they did that and then they lost. All right. And it's like, well, it's so Ninja like, well, or the world. Ninja or the world. All right. Uh, so they start fighting him. And as they hit him, Ninja explodes in the same ways because they are still connected, which I really like. I wish this would have been explored over more episodes or, like, better. But, like, the yeah. the idea that, like, Ninjor and this thing are intrinsically linked, and if you hurt him, you hurt Ninjor, is really cool. I don't remember a whole lot of the fight. I do remember that the Falcon Zord flies into Globber at one point, and he just grabs him like a like he's holding a surfboard <laughs> and chucks him through a building. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really goofy. Uh, there's also, like... a think a crossbow blast i might have seen that wrong it looks like one of the megazords pulls out a crossbow and shoots globber with it but i i don't think that's right might be right back at the command center alpha gets a dot matrix printout <laughs> of uh globber i guess i don't know what and he's like zordon i have an idea it looks like globber is getting his power from the darkness he's an inverse megazord yes he's only gonna get Could stronger this would have been a good monster to fight the Megazord with in that episode right? of Green with Evil. Like, battling eclipses, like... Right, because if you eclipse the back sun, Megazord loses his power, and Globber Gains it. Gains power. Yeah. So then Zordon says, okay, Alpha, break his spell then. You know, a thing that Alpha's been shown time and time to be able to do. <laughs> also, the spell is an eclipse. I guess he caused the eclipse. Yes. Which, by the way... Just throwing an eclipse around all willy-nilly already would have ended the Earth. Yeah. Like, the oceans would have pulled in whatever direction he had to move right, the moon. Whipping the moon over to the <laughs> side, yeah. That probably would have done some damage. The solution is that they beam daylight, I guess, out of the command center's ports. The, you know, there's a red bug port, and there's two on the side, and that gets rid of the eclipse. I genuinely do not know Just what they're trying. Just concentrated morphing grid energy, I, I guess. I guess, and they blast the moon out of the way or something. <laughs> if he broke the spell and the moon went back to normal, that would have just whipped the tides the other way. Right. No one Same wins. Same problem in the other direction, yeah. which destroys the other half of the Earth. Way to go. Everything's ruined. Now everything's ruined. Hope you're happy, Zordon and Vile. But at least Globber's a little weaker. Right. So that knocks Ninjor out of Globber. Like, the Ninjor ability is out of Globber. But have... not the other one. No. Maybe because... I don't know what's going on in Copy Ranger at this point. I have no idea. I think this is towards the end, and we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, but maybe it's the, because like Ninjor is actively fighting 
having his power used. I think so. So he was able to fight out of it when he got weakened. Right. So when when he is like knocked out of Glover, he gets real cool for a minute. Really like Ninjor for this minute yeah. when he like whips the chains off of him and he, stands up. He's supposed to like break out of it, but they don't actually break. They just like fall off. Yeah. Of but it like it looks like he did that on purpose. Like yeah. it doesn't look like he's like, oops, it didn't break. He's just like, get off of me. And they're like, sorry, Mr. Ninjor. And he's like, all right, Vile, we're going to fight now. And so Vile's <laughs> like, I'm going to grow. No. <laughs> and he grows. And then Ninjor grows. He grows and like wrecks his own ship. Yeah, he, so this is what you were talking about. Yeah, well, I, well, it's later, but we can talk about it now. He does burst through the ceiling, but it's fine because it regrows out of the earth later. But at the end of the episode, we'll see Vile in the space. The well, I mean, this, this scene, because we do see him like in the mouth of it as it flies away. Yeah. And also in this scene, when he grows, he bursts out of it, which already implies that it's smaller. Yeah. Later, like when we see him in the mouth of it, like he's like a little under half. He's like a third of the height of the skull ship. Which I don't think that is actually to scale. I'm taking it because it's all the information I have. So that, that's how I know it's a lot smaller than the Megazord. Right. That's my only thing to go off of anyway. It's just that throne room. Yeah, pretty much. It's a throne room with two big wings that I guess are thrusters, like anti-grav thrusters or something. Then we get a second versus screen, and I am, I don't know if I've ever talked about this. I love it when we get Megazord versus screens, which is basically just like on one side are the good guys, on the other right. side are the bad guys. So now it's Master Vile and Globby Boy versus... All the Zords and Ninjor. And it's pretty awesome. Globby gets Kenta rushed and is almost <laughs> destroyed. Ninjor throws... Does Ninjor throw the blast first or does the sword first? He has the blast first, I'm pretty sure. Okay, Ninjor throws the blast. Then they fire sword him. And then Tommy... By the way, uh, Tommy immediately ducked out in the beginning of the fight. Like, he, you, it's super brief. And I didn't notice it the first time. But as soon as they show up, Turns around and goes out the back entrance, and then goes into the Falcon Zord. Right, sure. He connects to the Falcon to the Shogun Zord. This is my problem with this with episode. the Falcon Zord because there's this huge sequence of the Shogun Zord opening its arms up and accepting uh, love and chest life. cannons, a back yeah. hug from the, <laughs> the Falcon it's Zord. A, it's a backpack with the guns coming out the front. <laughs> it's awesome. It's really awesome, and he he shoots. I'm, I'm making Dragon Zord finger missile motions, but he shoots Falcon Zord missiles out of his the size of his chest. Yeah, at Globber. I think that was actually at. That's at Vile. Vile. Is Globber? Globber's been destroyed by now. Uh, I don't know if he's destroyed yet because um, he's definitely knocked down. Then he shoots it at Vile, which pushes him back. No, okay. no, he is. You're right. You're right. He is destroyed. And they shoot him at Vile. The the chest guns in the Shogun Megazord fired at Vile, and then Tommy's like, "All right." I'm getting out of here. And then he dips and then attaches to the right. Ninja Megazord. I don't like that. Like, I get why they did it. So that they could both do their big finishing right. moves or whatever. It just see the order should have been the other way. Because it's more attached to the Shogun Zord. Like, it's harder to get out of that. Yeah, and also... Than it is to just drop the Ninja Zord and then fly into the Shogun Zord and blast him. And also, in Power Rangers canon, the Shogun Zord is more powerful. Yeah. So you should end it with that. But in Kaku Ranger, the Ninja Megazord is more powerful. So that's why they did it that way. But they right. could have just reversed the footage. It would not have made much of a difference. Right. You would not have even noticed. And But Falcon gets out of the Shogun Zord, attaches to the Ninja Megazord, Falcon double punch. And then Vile goes, almost got me, but I'm leaving. Yeah. You're never going to beat the Boogeyman. And he leaves. 
and I don't know if we ever see him again. I, yes, we do. We do? We do. Okay. No, no, we see him at the end. You're right, you're right, right. Yeah. We were talking about that a minute ago, so I forgot already. But yeah, he is like, you can't beat me because I'm too powerful, but also I'm running away. Goodbye. So this is a, this is a good a time of any as to talk about Master Vile's Sendai counterpart. His name is, I'm probably saying this wrong, Daimamu. Uh, he's basically the concept of evil given flesh. So in Kaku Ranger, they accidentally accidentally release yokai or demons, monsters and, and spirits and whatnot into the world, like the descendants, like the, the Kaku Rangers do. So they have to band right. together and stop them. The very last one is Master Vile, who cannot be destroyed because if he is, then evil will just spread throughout all over the world. <laughs> so they have to bind him again, like into the thing that he was first bound into. Right. Uh, which is awesome. Also, why I think this episode might be the last episode of Kaku Ranger. Could be. Because it seems like it, but we get two more episodes. Because Power Rangers hasn't quite figured out season finales. No. <laughs> um, they do. Don't worry. They will. <laughs> and they get two sweet ones right in a row. I cannot vouch for the Zeo finale because I don't remember it. I don't either, but that should say enough, right? Yeah. Um, if I remember the Turbo finale, but I don't right. remember the Zio finale, um, I think one of them might be better than the other. So I just think it's really awesome that like in the Sentai, they can't kill the bad guy. They He's the he's the last one. They have killed every other yokai at this point, and they can't kill him because if they do, he will just germinate the world with evil, and like it'll just happen again. Like Someone else will be the most evil at some point and take it all in, which is crazy. That is. Sentai's are really awesome. I hope you guys are listening to Super Sentai Brothers. They're in Jetman right now. Jetman sounds bonkers. Is that the first one, or was that Jump? No, that's that's Go Ranger. Okay. Jet, uh, Jetman is the one right before G Ranger. Okay. Um, they get their power from Burdonic Waves. Sure. And their villains are extra-dimensional parasites that latch onto things and turn that thing into a monster. Like the the episode that came out this week, it attaches to a faucet, and it makes a faucet. <laughs> monster <laughs> that can control faucets and spawn them out of nothing sounds pretty awesome <laughs> we cut to vile in the space skull he's pouty he's talking to rita he's skyping with rita and zed and they're, <laughs> and they're like not so funny huh and he's like shut up how dare you talk back to me i'm your dad and i don't like that i was beaten so you're grounded and she's like you can't ground me i'm an adult also the bird cage is still there I, know, I, I noticed that this morning, that the birdcage is still there. Oh, yeah, they didn't take the cage. I guess not. I could have sworn they did, so I was wrong. Past me was incorrect. No, he was very particular in that he got his hand into the cage and on the falcon, but did not touch any of the actual cage. No. Very dexterous, that Tommy boy. So then Space Skull bursts out of the ground, and he's like, Master Vile is here to stay. And then he leaves. And he leaves. So I don't actually know if we see him again in a future episode. I imagine we I will. I know that we do. Okay. Stay tuned. I'm I'm excited now, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to choose to be excited about Master Vile. Oh, boy. Um, I know we're going pretty long already. And it's kind of hot and sweaty in here. And we only have a little bit left. But I do want to say that if my problem with them being like, ah, we'll just kill Ninjor, I do actually have another major problem that's an actual problem. And it revolves Aisha, if you couldn't have guessed. <laughs> so they're in the desert, and they have the Zeo Crystal. And they're like, we have to destroy this, or else Master Val can get his hands on it. And then this whole thing happens again. The only way to do that is to destroy the Zeo Crystal. The most powerful, good, pure artifact in the world, we have to destroy it. Yeah. That's awesome that the Rangers are going to do that. 
I yeah. love that. I love they're like, no, it, we're not going to use this power. We don't need it. We need to destroy it. So no one bad can use it. So they go into the desert and they're like, wait a minute. What if it's a nuclear bomb? What if it blows up and kills us all? You're right, Billy. We should put the metallic armor on. <laughs> so we're three for three. Three for three. <laughs> this is the only use of it this time. Yeah, this is. <laughs> okay, so they put the metallic armor on in case the crystal blows up. And yeah, right. Something like that. So what? what is the plan? plan is Tommy's going to throw it in the air and cut it. And, and cut it with Saba. And break it into Saba, five pieces. Saba, who is still powered off. He's just a sword now. Yeah, Saba. I think Saba killed himself, guys. I'm, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. He just shut he shut himself down and hasn't been back. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, there was the last thing we heard from his him was we better run away. He's like, Oh, I failed. I we have to we're doomed. I quit. I'm sorry that I failed you. And, and then I, the light went out of his eyes. <laughs> That's it. Now he's just a regular sword. <laughs> Tommy does that. He does his plan. He throws it up in the air and he slices it with Saba. And it falls into five pieces. Five distinct shapes. Yep. Don't worry well, about well, that. That's well, probably four distinct shapes. As near as I can tell. There's five pieces, but there's only right. four shapes. There's a oval. There's a, a, a rectangle. There's a triangle. There's a star. And there's another rectangle or another oval. I could not tell. The, the, it's, the, um, it's an equal sign. <laughs> it is, but that's not shown. It's just, a, right. it's just a one shape. It should be an equal sign. It wouldn't be hard to make it like a... Just put like a divot in the Like a middle. fat like, eight. Yeah, yeah but... <laughs> Whatever. Either way, everyone grabs a piece except for Tommy, and they say there's only five. There's only five pieces, which I like that Tommy's like, no, I killed it. You guys can do the honors of throwing it and away. Also, it doesn't blow up, right? So they're, just so they're out. talking about the plan. They're gonna spread the crystals through space and time, or whatever. Yeah, Zordon's gonna open up a portal. Okay, that's all. That's all. That's all. That's it. That's all it said about this portal. Zordon's going to temporarily open up a portal. A portal in space and time. Yep, we're gonna throw it in there. It'll scatter to the four time space winds, and no one will know where they go, even us. Okay. Yep. Just solid, remember that. Solid plan. <laughs> yes. Also remember that. But then Aisha does the dumbest thing in the episode. And she says, the portal's only going to be open for 10 seconds. How, why do you know that? How do you know that? How, what? Are you guessing? She's like, yeah, it's only going to be open for 10 seconds. Now, we could assume that Zordon told them all that, but they wouldn't have needed no, Billy I, to tell them about the portal in the first Aisha place. Aisha said it in a way that she was conveying new information yeah. to them. I don't want to say Aisha is a chronic liar, but maybe a chronic misinformer. Yeah, maybe. Like, I feel like Aisha is the kind of person who doesn't like being wrong. And so will She would make just, a great retail manager because she is creating some unnecessary stress right now right yeah uh <laughs> that's a that's on the resume how much stress can you make go we only got 10 seconds to open the portal the portal's only over 10 seconds okay you want to run this place <laughs> you're in, you're in charge now so then at this point i have forgotten why they were in the metallic armor in case the zeo crystal blew i up. know but I was, yeah. but they're just standing around still yeah, in oh, it it's sapping their power just it's slowly been shown to them do that to sell toys like man. it didn't blow up take that thing off Right? Dying. <laughs> so then, well, they do have to go into, they have to throw it into a time-space portal, which we never see. That's off screen. Right, because all of a sudden, they're just walking in the desert? Nope, they are walking back at the pasture with horses again. Oh, right. Because I guess it's only been an afternoon. Well, I mean, it only, it only took 10 seconds. Right. Well, that's all they had. They had, <laughs> it had to take 10 seconds. So they, they off screen, throw it in there. We just smash cut to them in nature 
uh, you know, on their nature walk. They're back to the galloping field. Yeah. Uh, of a gallop, what was Cat- Galloptopia Farms. Yeah. Welcome to Galopia. Have a trot. <laughs> no, have a gallop. No one trots here. <laughs> well, that's the trick. <laughs> what was Cat wearing part two? Might be the same thing as part one. But her hair is down, and that throws everything off for me. It makes me feel like it's a new outfit. And also, I think her plaid shirt is different, but I cannot tell. I know. She has some little barrettes in holding her hair back, and they're real cute. <laughs> they are. She's working it. She gets it. But I'm going to put two, these both of these pictures up, even the same on, on the Tumblr post, which I am woefully behind on, and I apologize. I've been super busy. <laughs> you're behind. Have you checked the legacy episodes lately? Oh, yeah. We got to 60 after... We're still done with season one. Well... <laughs> Hey, we got a Look, we got a hiatus I'll, coming up. Maybe I'll get back into it. No excuses on the hiatus. We got to put some more up. But I'm gonna put them both up. You can decide for yourselves whether or not this is the same outfit as the one earlier. I think it is. I think it's the same day. Genuinely cannot tell with this outfit. Maybe it's because I'm a dumb guy and I can't notice little things like that. I don't know. Cat says to Tommy, "Were you scared when you were in the caves of deception?" And he said, "Yes, but I trusted myself, and so I knew that I could do it." I want he to re- fell for every prank in there. He did. He got <laughs> pranked every time. So he trusted himself, but he was wrong in that. That was a wrong right. feeling. He <laughs> trusted himself, and that was a bad decision. And he said, were you scared when you were in the Double Dare bathtub? And I would have loved it if she was just like, no. No. <laughs> I was in control the whole time. She's like, I was scared, but I being a Power Ranger gave me more confidence. You don't need to lie to Tommy. You can just tell him that, no, you had that. And even if you would have turned evil, you would have shaken it off, even right. though they said it was permanent. Because ain't no such thing when we're talking about Cat Hillard. No. Rita and Zed, they're awful at permanent right. things. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Would, Nothing's permanent in Power Rangers. Like, it would have gotten all the way to the top of her head, but it wouldn't have been all the way. So her like, ponytail still would have been fine. Right. And so it would have just slowly... Or like, her scrunchie would have still been pink. Right. Would have would have stopped it. The power <laughs> of the, the mighty scrunchie. Lieutenant Stone... Comes up behind him and is like, who wants to gallop? Dude, if you ain't galloping, what are you even on a horse for? These these episodes of Power Rangers were brought to you by by horses. Have a gallop. Have a gallop. <laughs> so so then uh, they they go off to have a gallop. And then Bulk and Skull come up and they're like, oh, I guess we have to gallop, right? We avoided it long enough. Let's just gallop. It's better than dancing to death, right? Right. And so, so they're, they're like, go. And the horses start backing up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Bulk's did. Skulls was motoring backwards. Yes. <laughs> they finally got control of them and started off. And then it's just like we end on them galloping. Uh, yep. Final thoughts on Master Round the Tackle Armor Part 3 and kind of the whole thing in general. This is probably the weakest of the three episodes. It's still entertaining. It's still fun and goofy. But I just didn't come out of it feeling as good as the other two, I guess. I did. I, I, I really liked it. And a lot of it was like... I mean, I'm going to lay a lot of that on being in the engine room, which got me, like, really excited. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I see what you're saying, though. I don't think, I don't know if it's the weakest. It was just, like, it's the conclusion. It was a conclusion. So it, it, instead of having, like, the drama and the cliffhanger, it's just concluded. Yeah, I think. They win. Well, they did set up a lot. There was a lot of drama throughout the episode, like, with Ninja there was, and, like, but it's the all Zords. taken care of. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the perfect third part. I, I think It's it, a good third yeah. part. It's just, I don't know, I wasn't. Warren is is into it. I like part two better. I I do too. I think this is as good as part one, though. I don't think it's the worst. I think it's tied for... I barely remember part one. It's been, what, a week now? Almost. I don't (laughs) don't know. I have to, like, delete them from my brain trash bin or else it just crap piles (laughs) up in there. Yeah, I I really like it. I liked... This is probably my favorite three-parter. 
like so I, far, I yeah. really liked um, changing of the Zords, but like there, you know, there was like some hiccups there. Um, there was a big misstep in different shade of pink with Kim really falling off the the beam and it looking terrible, and them never finding out who Johan Gauss was. But this one, like everything that's set up, is paid off, and like everything that happens happens for a reason. Right. And it's not just like, all right, well, let's try to have a Power Rangers episode this time. <laughs> let's just do that. They like it works and they make it Yeah, everything fun. contributes to the story that they're trying to tell, which is like the point of telling yeah. a story, I think. And like Globby Globby Boy is like a real good villain, very like, good, good bad monster. guy. Uh he he might make an appearance at the Morphe's. We'll we'll see. I I'm going to do some research this time, but I don't think there's a monster that I like more than him. Uh so I don't, far. I don't either. And there's two episodes left, unless we're also counting Alien. We Rangers. are okay, yeah, because um, it's all season three. It's three point five, 3. but that's 5. still three. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have too much else to say. I really like Globby. I like Master Vi, Like, did good work until he got stupid. Uh, Those plan fell apart. It was no a, bad guy can make a plan that just stays together. Yeah, because uh, other bad guys are involved in it. Right. I mean, well, that's not true. Uh, well, not <laughs> yet. So far, bad guys can't do that. One bad guy crushes her plans. We'll talk about that in a couple of years. Definitely not talking about Diva Talks. <laughs> plans. Oh, her plans just blow up anything that you can. Yeah. And those literally blow up in her face more often than not. <laughs> so maybe CEO's more fun, or maybe Turbo's more fun than I thought. I think I think this time, because you went into it with like, you know, knowing it was a parody and knowing that everyone said it was bad. So like this time I'm gonna try to drag you out of that. And be right. like, yeah, it's bad, but like it's bad the way the Birdemic is bad. No, I don't think that's it's true. not that bad, but it's pretty <laughs> it's it's comparable, I would say. Anyway, this is, let's try to end this podcast. That those are my final thoughts. The outtakes are unless you have anything else, I don't want to cut you off. I don't. Okay, so the outtakes are more horse riding shenanigans. I wouldn't even say it's shenanigans. They're just like it's just riding them horses. Riding horses. Once again, Tommy's not having a good time. He's like this time he's leaning backwards, trying to keep his business off of that saddle as Rocky best he can. Rocky is doing the opposite, and that he looks like he's about to flip over this horse's also, head. Also, the the wind is going into his shirt and blowing it up and making him look like he has a gigantic puffy back, <laughs> and it's a little weird. And I'm pretty sure Catherine Sutherland also knows that because she's riding next to him and looks over at him <laughs> with a look of concern. Maybe that's because his, his horse riding stance is your not back good. So puffy. Why you got a puffy back, Rocky? Take a break. Adam is also is just doing fine. So is um so is Aisha. Um, they they both look pretty good at They're it. Seasoned ho- gallopers. Yes, seasoned gallopers. And then at the very end, bulk trots like gallops across screen and there's like a boing 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 <laughs> perfectly noise. timed boings yes well i think that might have been done on purpose you know it was definitely uh but that's it that's the end of the episode and that's the end of the master vial and the metallic armor and that might be it for the metallic armor i don't think we ever see it that again. i'm not nearly as sure on i'm um, i'm pretty sure that this is it i think they, they sold as many toys as they're gonna and that's it can't wait for those legacy Metallic armor I bet, figures to come out. I bet there are some in the pipeline. MorphinGrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphinGrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at MorphinGrid. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheMorphinGrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Ratings and reviews are what cool people do. So, also, whoever is Curse You Sulu, you're listening to the, the Pokemon World Tour podcast. You listen to this one. 
I'm, I'm going to say you're the MVP of reviews because they make no sense, but they make me laugh. They're very surreal. They're very surreal, very abstract reviews. I appreciate that because they're still five stars. They're still five stars, and I, I think they're really funny. I just, and I agree, Chumbawamba could have been a good yeah, Pokemon name. I want to I say it's Ross Butler, but I don't, I don't know. The only reason is because it, one of his other ones was on We Have Concerns. And I know Ross Butler listens to that, but it could have been anyway. Who knows? Thank you, though. Uh, yeah, thanks for, for the reviews. For, thank you to everyone for your reviews, and thank you to everyone who talked about us on International Podcast Day. I'm very excited to see uh, what what our traffic's like tomorrow. Uh, I think that'll be a, a very yeah. good boost to our spirits. And I'm so sweaty. And I'm so tired. I'm so also very sweaty. It, it felt like it got hot immediately when we started this one. Oh, I forgot to turn the AC down when I came back home from work because I turned it up before I leave. Oh. Yeah, so that's on me. My All bad. Right. Let's end this thing. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you Monday with the last week of season three proper. Right. There's only two more episodes until the Alien Rangers take over. But until then, may the power protect you. Welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 130, 143. Don't go back. Hold on. Let's start over. Let's try this again. <laughs>